0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown subject season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Over their findings in the investigation into the shooting at Richneck Elementary School. Remember a six year old shooting his teacher. What the Maryland state fire marshal believes could have saved the life of a woman during a fire in Silver Spring. I'm Mike Marilla. And the Supreme Court hears arguments in a case that could decide the fate of free speech online. We'll talk to Axios. It's 11 o'clock.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples.
3: I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A U.S. official tells CBS News Russia carried out an intercontinental ballistic missile test that appears to have failed while President Biden was in Ukraine. CBS's David Martin. The test
1: of one of Russia's newest ICBMs coincided with President Biden's surprise trip to Kiev. But a U.S. official said it is unlikely the timing was deliberate. Russia had followed the requirements of the START nuclear arms treaty and notified the U.S. at least 24 hours in advance. Russia was not notified of the president's trip to Kiev until just a few hours before he entered Ukraine.
3: Russia's President Putin says he's suspending Moscow's participation in the last remaining nuclear arms control pact with the U.S. The Biden administration unveils broad asylum restrictions at the southern border, CBS's Camilo Montoya-Galvez. The
2: Biden administration today proposed sweeping regulations that would disqualify certain migrants from U.S. asylum and allow the government to quickly deport them, saying the major policy shift is needed to reduce illegal immigration along the U.S.-Mexico border.
3: A major winter storm is about to wallop a lot of the upper Midwest. WCCO-TV meteorologist Lisa Meadows says heavy snow will last for days. Coming up here Wednesday afternoon, going into Thursday, that'll be the heavier snowfall. The Twin Cities could get up to two feet of snow in two waves. The defense for Alec Murdoch calls the disgraced South Carolina attorney's surviving son to the stand during Murdoch's double murder trial to refute the evidence that prosecutors presented. CBS's Nikki Batiste. Prosecutors
4: also played video recorded by Paul Murdoch just before his death, showing his father wearing a different outfit from the white t-shirt and shorts he had on when police arrived. CBS News legal analyst, Ricky Kleeman. So the
3: prosecution may have been very, very effective, but it's getting to that motive that becomes the stretch. Alec Murdoch is accused of killing his wife and youngest son. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, but one chain is hoping a spoonful of something else will help the coffee go down.
2: The stuff people put in their Starbucks drinks... An iced half-calf venti, octo shot, three-pump cinnamon dolce... ...can often be a little odd. a little cinnamon in there, a little nutmeg in too. It's a pumpkin Now the coffee chain is rolling out a new line of beverages made with extra virgin olive oil. Southern California will be the first American region to sample the beverages come spring. Matt Piper, CBS News.
3: The family of Malcolm X announces a lawsuit alleging the CIA, FBI, New York Police Department, and others concealed evidence in his murder. They're seeking $100,000. This is CBS
2: News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com.
1: 1103 here on WTOP. It's Tuesday evening, February 21st, 2023. Georgetown is at 54. We could be down to the 40s and 30s later. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories. We're following this out election 2023 here on WTOP, and it's breaking election news tonight. Democrat Jennifer McClellan has won a special election in Virginia's 4th Congressional District, making her the state's first-ever black congresswoman. She'll replace the late Virginia Representative Donald McKeachin. He died in November. McClellan has represented the Richmond area in the state's General Assembly for more than 15 years. She defeated Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin in the deep blue district that's anchored in Richmond and stretches to the North Carolina border. We have more election news tonight. It's not local, but it is important in the national picture. A liberal Milwaukee judge and a conservative former state Supreme Court justice have won tonight's primary in Wisconsin to face off in that state's Supreme Court race that will determine majority control. We're talking about issues such as gerrymandering, how the lines are drawn for political maps, abortion rights, a range of voting rights issues. Right now, the Wisconsin State Supreme Court leans to the right. But depending on how this goes in April in the battle between these two candidates, we could see it become a more liberal court. We'll keep you updated on WTOP, your election source. Well, back to our area, the latest in the trial of six men accused in the shooting death of a 10-year-old girl in D.C., Makaya Wilson was gunned down while on her way to get ice cream in 2018. Now her older sister has told the courtroom more about what happened that day.
0: Najee Lewis described for the jury that her 10-year-old sister Makaya and her spent the afternoon before the shooting at the pool. But the 10-year-old, who refused to wear a bathing suit, had to leave after jumping in anyway. It was one of her last carefree moments before being shot through the heart while sitting next to her sister in front of their clay terrace apartment. When she saw a car pull up and heard gunshots, Lewis testified quote it was so loud and it was so many I didn't want to get hit in the head and recalled holding her 10-year-old sister's head down too but when they stumbled into their mom's apartment Lewis says Makaya was standing holding her chest and then collapsed she died on the apartment floor six of the 11 people who are charged in her killing on July 16th 2018 are on trial police say the group's indiscriminate shooting on that day was a gang retaliation at D.C. Superior Court, Megan Cloherty, WTOP
1: News. In Newport News, Virginia, police have finished their investigation into the January shootings at Richneck Elementary, where a six-year-old boy shot his teacher. The Washington Post reports police have handed over their findings and recommendations to the local prosecutor, who will make the final charging decisions. Police have said they were looking into charges against the boy's mom who owned the gun that he used to shoot and seriously injure 25-year-old Abby's Werner. It's unlikely the first grader will be charged. Under Virginia law, children younger than seven are presumed not to be able to form the intent to carry out a criminal act. This past Saturday, 25-year-old Melanie Diaz was killed in a fire at a downtown Silver Spring apartment complex. The state fire marshal says Diaz's life could have been saved if the building only had a sprinkler system. I am surprised that we only lost one individual that night. Maryland State
2: Fire Marshal Brian Geraci says a state fire code change in 2018 gives buildings until 2033 to install sprinkler systems.
1: It's going to take time to sprinkle these buildings, especially these larger buildings such as the one in Silver Spring. I mean, that takes a lot of time to do and uh, obviously a lot of money and a lot of funding. But he's
2: speaking out hoping that properties don't wait until the last minute because with the stuff we buy nowadays, flames, he says, spread faster than ever.
1: It's all synthetic. It's all plastic and it burns much hotter.
2: He says in Montgomery County, 80 high-rise buildings don't have sprinkler
1: systems, that number is 20 in Prince George's County. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. After this fire death and other injuries and damage, a nonprofit is stepping in to try to help. Maryland Housing Partnerships website shows the nonprofit launched a fund to aid the nearly 400 residents affected. 100% of donations are expected to go directly to the people in need. As we've reported, the 3-alarm fire took the life of Melanie Diaz. It sent at least 15 residents and three firefighters to the hospital. One resident was left in critical condition, and three pets died in the fire. The cause, which started on the seventh floor of the building, still being investigated, the cause of those flames starting on the seventh floor. Donations to the fund can be made through the nonprofit's website. Find it at WTOP.com. Search fire. Well, straight ahead here on WTOP, what the Supreme Court heard today in an argument against and for Google and free speech online. We have it for you on WTOP on the way. Do you own a business? Run a nonprofit? You need a reliable
4: bank to count on for time saving financial transactions. I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. Your search for banking convenience is over. FVC Bank is your bank to count on for financial transactions that save time,
1: deliver results, and give peace of mind. Visit fvcbank.com. That's FVC Bank com Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right,
2: busy night on the Beltway in both Maryland and Virginia. On the Maryland side, they're working on the interloop as you approach and pass. New Hampshire Avenue headed toward I-95, down to a single right lane to the work zone. At a loop in that stretch, all lanes are open. Virginia Beltway working on the interloop. Uh between Arlington Boulevard and I-66 two left lanes get you by. Then between the toll road and Georgetown Pike two right lanes past the work zone. On the Adeloupe headed south of the GW Parkway to a point beyond Georgetown Pike two right lanes get you by and the Adeloupe Express lanes closed again. Uh between the entrance there just south of Georgetown Pike and I-66. All the interchanges south of 66, including 66, you're able to get into the Adeloupe Express lanes, but just not until that point. Now, if you're traveling in Maryland, southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway approaching 197, single-file right past the work zone as of late, delays of ease there. 270 south approaching Route 80 Urbana. The right lane and the off to 80 are blocked by the work zone. You have to go down to 109 and work your way back as a result of that work. If you're traveling in Virginia, 95 south as you approach and pass Centerport Parkway, headed down toward U.S. 17, Falmouth, single-file right past the work zone, also working northbound between Route 3 point just beyond us 17 falmouth and there you're also down to a single right lane 66 westbound just getting underway headed west of the rest area out toward 234 sudley road and there you should be down to a single lane as well rich hunter w
1: toby traffic storm team four four-day forecast we're going to amelia draper
4: we'll have lows tonight in the mid-30s to low 40s for tomorrow temperatures in the 40s and low to mid-50s throughout the day and our temperatures actually continue to warm overnight wednesday into thursday with A high on Thursday of 80 or 81 degrees. That is going to be a hot day out there. Record high temperatures in the forecast. And then our temperatures, well, they come crashing down on Friday as we fall into the 40s throughout the day. Wind chills on Saturday in the 20s and 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper.
1: Manassas down to 42, Metro Center 54, Frederick 50, and a few suburban areas could be down to the 30s tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate at 1111. Oral arguments earlier today in a major Supreme Court case that observers say could radically change speech laws on the internet. Gonzalez versus Google involves a lawsuit by a family whose daughter died in an ISIS terrorist attack in Paris in 2015. The Gonzalez family says by sharing ISIS videos, Google-owned YouTube helped the Islamic State spread its message and get new recruits, violating the Anti-Terrorism Act. Axios tech and policy reporter Ashley Gold joined us earlier to discuss Google's argument.
0: The law of Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act almost entirely immunizes websites like YouTube, websites like Twitter, Reddit, Nextdoor, Glassdoor, Pinterest, anywhere on the web that has user-generated content. This is a law that was put in place so that The company itself would not be held liable for what people post, and it mostly keeps these companies from fighting lawsuits all the time.
1: And beyond what I said in the introduction, what is the Gonzalez family arguing?
0: The Gonzalez family is arguing something that's a little uh, wonky, down in the weeds, but I'll try my best to break it down for you here. So they want to say that what YouTube does is beyond the scope of this protection because it categorizes and presents videos, you know, how you go on YouTube, you see a carousel of suggested, recommended videos that are similar to what you've already been looking for. They say that this is YouTube playing an active role in sort of pushing this content out to people and therefore should not be under the protection from liability.
1: Did the justices express skepticism, and we should say both justices known to, cons- to lean conservative and to lean liberal?
0: So it was quite surprising uh, because the, the more conservative leading justices actually were a little skeptical of the plaintiff's argument. The, the plaintiff's lawyer did not have a great day in court. He stumbled over his argument a bit. And even Justice Clarence Thomas, who in the past has expressly stated he wants to revisit Section 230, was not all that convinced by the Gonzalez argument. Justice Brett Kavanaugh seemed especially unmoved that this law needed to change. Surprisingly, the justice who came out swinging sort of the strongest against Section 230 was our new Justice Kintaji Brown-Jackson, who seemed very skeptical about the law.
1: Depending on how things go the next time you or I pick up our phone or sit down at a laptop, how could the Internet experience for us change?
0: So if you listen to the companies, they'll tell you that the way we're able to sort of freely post on the Internet, you know, restaurant reviews, a review of a job, a review of a movie, a tweet, a Facebook post, that's going to become more complicated because companies are going to have to pay attention to every little thing that people post. And they're probably going to be a lot more careful about what they let people do in order to sidestep liability. So this idea that the web is going to be kind of less fun, less diverse, um, less sort of variety of viewpoints out there um, is what they've been saying. But, you know, I don't think the web would change overnight. I think, you know, if, if the liability shield went away, you would start seeing a lot of lawsuits. And then we would maybe see how the company behavior changes and how the user experience changes. I'm not convinced it's something users would feel quickly.
1: Twitter is on deck tomorrow before the Supreme Court, a very similar case.
0: Yes, so this case specifically has to do with whether Twitter can be held liable under the anti-terrorism statute. So this case sort of sets aside the Section 230 question, even though the cases are very related, and specifically is going to be looking at whether a tech company can be, you know, charged with terrorism claims.
1: Axios tech and policy reporter Ashley Gold. What kind of night did the Caps have against Detroit What kind of night did the Maryland women's basketball team have against Iowa? Straight ahead with Rob. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line. Their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule
2: an
5: appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Fairfax area attorneys. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia and Frederick, Maryland. CordellCordell.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 11-15 and Rob Woodfork. The Capitals are now losers of five in a row after a costly 3-1 defeat at the hands of the Detroit Red Wings that Coach Peter Laviolette says. Tonight the guys had the right intentions. We can't get that lead and you know, it was probably three or four things that we'd like to have back where a mistake was made. Just the, the rest of the game was we, we pressed and we pushed and especially in the third period we couldn't put the puck in the net. So it's, uh, it's frustrating for everybody adding injury to the insults the already shorthanded caps lost anthony mantha to an upper body injury in the second period They'll try again to end this slide Thursday night against the Anaheim Ducks. The seventh-ranked Maryland women won their fifth in a row thanks to avenging their last loss. They cruised past number 6 Iowa 96-68 in a performance so complete it left Coach Brenda Free speechless on Big Ten Network.
4: I am speechless. I mean, both ends of the floor. I thought uh, just a tremendous job defensively, of being able to hold Caitlin below her average, and Susano, they're so good. And offensively, I mean, the three ball was working, uh, the depth from uh, Brene and Lav, and uh, just a special, special
5: win. The Terps made 14 of 26 from three-point range, including a 7 of 10 barrage during a 27-8 to second quarter that keyed their program record fourth win of the season against the top 10 foe. On the day opening, the NFL's two-week window to apply the franchise tag, Pro Football Talk reported the commanders are virtually certain to tag Deron Payne, which would cost $18.9 million for the 2023 season if a long-term deal isn't reached before the July 15 deadline. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 11, 17, some local business owners in
1: Alexandria may soon be paying higher taxes. In return, they'd get some extra promotion for their companies. We think
3: it's
0: important to market the city,
2: the businesses. Amy Rutherford owns two businesses in Old Town Alexandria that would fall within the boundaries of a proposed business improvement district where commercial properties would be hit with a new tax of $0.10 per $100 of assessed value. Rutherford says organizers need to get petition signatures from 60% of the affected property owners, and they're about a third of the way there.
0: We're doing the heavy lift of going door-to-door, phone call-to-phone call, email-to-email.
2: If they do get the signatures, the plan would then be considered by the Alexandria
1: City Council. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If you'd like to learn more, organizers are hosting public forums tomorrow in person and on Zoom, and those details are at WTOP.com top stories we're following for you this hour. President Biden in Warsaw today reaffirmed the U.S. dedication to Ukraine nearly a year since the Russian invasion began. The Biden administration breaks decades-long protocol now when it comes to applying for asylum at the border with its new proposal. Stay with WTOP for more about this in just minutes. 1118. (laughs) Traffic and weather on the eighth, and when it breaks, Rich Hunter in the traffic center.
2: All right, traveling inbound on U.S. 50, the John Hanson Highway as you approach Kenilworth Avenue. You were squeezing by single file to the left past a, what appears to be a broken-down vehicle, a large vehicle at that, unclear if it's a box truck or a tractor-trailer. It was definitely causing a backup there, forcing a lot of people to make an unusual exit there to go south onto DC 295, so be careful. Uh, southbound Baltimore, Washington Parkway, before 197, works zone remains, single-file right, gets you by. Delays have actually eased, though, approaching. Over on the Bay Bridge, working again on the westbound span, that is closed. So eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction to travel as of late. Delays have been brief. 270 southbound, approaching Route 80 Urbana, right lane in the off-ramp 280, blocked by the work zone, single-file left, will get you by. And up in... Uh, uh, Washington County headed toward Frederick County, eastbound 70. Before you get to the South Mountain rest area, single-file rightage by the work zone there. Virginia, 95 north and south in Stafford, uh, between essentially Route 3 and the Centerport Park, where you're down to a single right lane in each direction as a result of construction. Uh, still waiting to hear if they're going to do any stoppages in that work zone, so be prepared. May encounter some pretty significant delays if that does indeed happen. Now, if you're traveling 66 westbound, the work is now in place between the rest area of Manassas and 234 Sudley Road. You're now squeezing by single file right through that work zone. Rich Hunter,
1: WTOB traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper.
4: I'm tracking some wild temperature swings these next few days on into the weekend. For Thursday, a high temperature of 80 degrees will be a record high. The old record, 78, set back in 1874. Now, tonight, we'll have lows in the mid-30s to low 40s. Highs tomorrow in the 50s, and again, hot out there on Thursday, Friday. Temperatures fall throughout the day. We start off around 60, and our temperatures fall into the 40s by the end of the day. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Hi,
1: 54, Fredericksburg 43, and Foggy Bottom 54 degrees. Heading down to the 40s and 30s tonight, we're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Right now, you can get a D.C. license plate that says, and taxation without representation, In a matter of months, you may be able to get a license plate that says something stronger than that. Stay with us. It's 1120.
3: Embracing agile modernization and practice and culture are critical for federal agencies migrating to cloud. Frank Reyes, cloud solutions leader at Maximus, explains the inherent challenge in doing that in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus.
2: One of the superpowers that government has is, is its resiliency. It has to be there regardless of what happens in the world. But the counter to that is change is hard in government. Part of that customer experience is the culture it is starting to say we're doing evolution. Change will never stop for us.
3: Federal agencies are looking for new approaches to today's challenges at Maximus. Maximus, we are ready and focused on what's ahead. Leading with new ideas and emerging trends for government modernization, harnessing advanced technologies and data to drive transformation, creating a total experience for the delivery of citizen services. We are enabling innovation to enhance the efficiency of government to reimagine new possibilities for today. Learn more at maximus.com/federal.
2: Eleven twenty-two. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea
5: As I reflect on my 35 years at Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital and how lucky I've been to get to know you and to have helped care for your pets, I wanted to say thank you. I and many others at Rocky Gorge are indebted to you for your trust, loyalty, and for allowing us to take care of your most precious assets. To Rocky Gorge, you've become our family. and We want you to know that we treat every pet every day as if they're our own. Thank you for trusting Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital with your
1: pet's care for over 70 years. This is WTOP News. 1123, after a pregnant woman went missing in Loudoun County in 2011, her boyfriend pleaded guilty to second degree murder in the case. Now he's learned his sentence. Last month, Ronald Rolden
5: finally told detectives how Bethany Decker died. He said they had a disagreement in their living room and he pushed her. He said she hit her head on a windowsill and died. Rolden never called 911 because he was afraid first responders wouldn't believe his story. Decker's family agreed to the plea agreement that calls for Roldan to serve 12 and a half years in prison before he's deported. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTRP News.
1: Automated license plate readers are tools that police say greatly help in catching criminals. Civil rights groups are not sure about that. Fairfax Now reports Fairfax County police are planning to add 25 more license plate readers to high crime areas this spring. It's an expansion of a pilot program that police say helped them in 35 cases, resulting in 60 people being arrested. Civil rights rights groups, including ACLU Virginia, have ethical and privacy issues. An ACLU lawyer says the group was not told ahead of time about the expansion of the program. He says using such tech would be in the public's hands, not just a police decision. They've been around for decades, the Taxation Without Representation license plates in D.C. More recently, they say, and Taxation Without Representation. If that language isn't strong enough for you, you will soon have another, more direct choice, a license plate that reads, we demand statehood. DCist reports the city's Department of Motor Vehicles is working on it, sending the paperwork to the D.C. Council The new plate is expected to be available around October. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP with Tom Busby.
5: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It was a brutal day on Wall Street. Stocks got hammered on renewed worries about higher interest rates to come from the Fed and on a pullback in consumer spending. Both Walmart and Home Depot lowered their earnings and profit outlooks on fears of an economic slowdown. At the close, the Dow down nearly 700 points, a drop of 2%. The Nasdaq lost 295 points, a 2.5% slide. The S&P down 82. Tesla is considering buying a Canadian mining company called Sigma Lithium, valued at over $3.5 billion, so it can mine its own lithium and other metals needed to make EV batteries. And imagine jet fuel that's made from animal fat or discarded crop waste. It could save airlines a ton of money and now United Airlines has started a $100 million fund using partners like Boeing, JP Morgan Chase, Honeywell and General Electric to support startups researching and developing sustainable aviation fuel. From the Bloomberg newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP.
1: Most Asian markets are lower tonight. Hong Kong is trying to rally a bit, just a fraction of a point higher. South Korea's Kospi and Tokyo stocks down about one and a quarter percent each. Still ahead on WTOP, history has been made in a special election here in Virginia tonight. Eleven twenty-six. Diana got some really bad news from the IRS.
3: They said you owe quite a bit of money. They told me the possibilities of garnishing my wages, taking my house, taking my car.
1: Diana found out about Optima Tax Relief. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients.
3: Optima Tax saved my life.
1: Call. Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief.